What's going on, everybody? And welcome back to another episode of Sports Talk Buffalo. I'm your host, Drew, and thank you for making me part of your week. The Buffalo Bills just went into Arrowhead Stadium and completely spanked Patrick Mahomes and the Kansas City Chiefs in prime time. Also, I'm going to have a big, bold prediction for the Buffalo Sabres season in this upcoming episode. So stick around and let's have some fun. How do you like us now? On the road in prime time against the AFC champion Kansas City Chiefs and the Buffalo Bills show up and show out. They beat the Kansas City Chiefs 38 to 20 and they spanked them all over the field. They won in all three phases of the game. No question about it. And what more can you say than Josh motherfucking Allen? Woo! Oh my goodness. Josh Allen went in in prime time again and silenced any critics he may still have and just walloped the Kansas City Chiefs. He went 15 of 26 315 yards. Yeah, he's, he had 15, 315 yards passing on just 15 completions. Three more touchdowns, no interceptions, 11 carries for 59 yards, one touchdown on the ground, and one epic fucking hurdle. Oh my goodness, Josh Allen on a third and four with the game still in doubt. Make sure he keeps the, the drive alive on a, with an unbelievable hurdle again. We hadn't seen that since his rookie year, since he hurdled Anthony Barr. Oh my goodness, that DB is never going to live the end of that one. Josh Allen does what he does to keep the drive alive, and he is just the ultimate team player willing to sacrifice his body in order for the Buffalo Bills to win this game. Now, there's always a lot of talk about Josh Allen not being able to win in the big, uh, big game. He kind of shrinks under the lights, and I think we can finally put that narrative to bed. Anyone who is seeking to keep that narrative alive, as he went into Arrowhead Stadium with the lights shining bright on Sunday night football and just absolutely torched the Kansas City Chiefs. He dominated a team... Um, that we have had trouble with in recent memory and kind of removed that monkey off of his back. I know it's just one win. However, it still feels fantastic to get just a little revenge from last year's multiple games in which Kansas City beat the Buffalo Bills. Again, we now know that we belong at the top of the hill And for the rest of the teams in the NFL, watch out because the Buffalo Bills are for real. Now, the Buffalo Bills offensive line uh, with Spencer Brown as the right tackle and Darrell Williams as the right guard looks like the combination that they need to stick with for the rest of the of the season. They looked good pass protecting. They looked good in the running in run protection they looked fantastic all game long again and 
it looks like this is the combination that needs to keep going moving forward. Spencer Brown at right tackle looks like another fantastic draft pick by the Buffalo Bills, the third rounder out of an FCS team, Northern Illinois. And this is the type of thing that needs to continue to happen for the Buffalo Bills to maintain a good team as they have to hit their early round picks. And early on in in Brandon Bean and Sean McDermott's tenure with the Buffalo Bills, they have been able to do that and do it often. Now, coming into this game, a lot of people were saying, especially online on social media, well, the Bills never really, the Bills haven't faced a good, a good offensive team. The defense is, you know, they're not that good. They played against David Mills. They played against Jacoby Brissett. They played against uh, Tyler Henneke or Taylor Henneke. Oh, my goodness. They're not that good. You're, you guys are hyping them up. Those two shutouts were, you know, they're just flukes. They're against nobodies. Well, guess what? They came in and they dominated Patrick Mahomes and the Kansas City offense, holding them to just 20 points in this game. They came out confident. They came out and played physical, and they looked unafraid of the big moment. And Sean McDermott and Leslie Frazier had a fantastic game plan for this game. Too high safety. Don't get beat over the top. Let them have to nickel and dime you down the field. It will get Casey frustrated. And guess what? They did just that. It also helped that the Buffalo Bills were able to jump out to a good lead early, which made Casey have to abandon the run for a majority of the evening and passing in those conditions for both quarterbacks was going to be a struggle once the the rain started to come in the second half. There seemed to be no answer for the KC offense as the Bills just punched them right in the mouth all game long. They generated three turnovers. There was one turnover on special teams for the Buffalo Bills. They picked off Patrick Mahomes two times, one by Poyer who ran it back for a touchdown. I believe it was Poyer. Poyer who ran it back for a touchdown. One was an absolutely incredible play by Greg Russo deep in the Bills zone. Kansas City driving. He's able to tip the ball to himself and make a big play, a turnover for the Buffalo Bills. Those are the types of things that good teams do, and those are the types of things that championship teams do against other good teams. They make big plays when big plays are needed, and they did just that all game long. Again, the defense was very, very good in this one. They didn't have to send a lot of pressure in as the front four for the Buffalo Bills was able to generate enough pressure to make Mahomes uncomfortable. That's something that we didn't see last year is that Mahomes was very comfortable in the pocket, was able to pick the Bills' defense apart, and in this game, it just wasn't there. They were able to get pressure, enough pressure, to make him uncomfortable all night. He he missed a lot of throws that he usually hits, and that is the key to disrupting this Kansas City offense. They also, on the back end, in the secondary, did a fantastic job of holding Tyreek Hill and Travis Kelsey in check all game long as Tyreek Hill had just seven catches for 63 yards 
and Kelsey had six receptions for 57 yards and a touchdown. They didn't allow the big chunk plays over the top, and that completely frustrated the Kansas City Chiefs in this game, and this may be a formula for teams moving forward in order to slow down the Chiefs' offense. Now, I want to get back to Gregory Russo. He played an unbelievable game. He did have that interception deep in Bill's territory. He also had five tackles and one sack in this game. This kid, all everyone said he was raw coming out of college. If he is this good being a raw prospect, I cannot wait until he is a more polished D-end. He is going to completely dominate the NFL moving forward. Now, as I said, the the defense was fantastic. The offense was fantastic. Special teams was very good. Overall, this was a fantastic win by a Buffalo Bills team who showed up and are now without question one of the top teams in the NFL and a team that everyone in the NFL should be worried about. They are here, they are for real, and they are Super Bowl contenders. They are your Buffalo Bills. We have waited for this for far too long, and it is so exciting to finally get that monkey off our back, and now we can move forward with the rest of the season knowing that if the Bills continue to play like this, the road to the Super Bowl will be through Buffalo. That's going to do it for this video, guys. Thank you for watching. Remember to subscribe, hit the notification bell, so you never miss a video. We talk Bills, we talk Sabres, and we talk UB Bulls men's basketball and football right here on this channel. Thank you guys for watching. Have a fantastic week. I hope you're ready. What's up, everyone, and welcome back to another video of Sports Talk Buffalo. The Buffalo Sabres start their season in just about a week from this video. So I figured there's no better time than right now to give you a bold prediction about how I believe the Buffalo Sabres will do this season. Now, most people believe that this is a historically bad Buffalo Sabres team being potentially the worst team in franchise history. You have people on Twitter saying that the Sabres won't even achieve 50 points this year. You have people saying that they won't even accomplish 15 wins in this season, especially now that they are without their best three players in Eichel, Reinhardt, and Linus Allmark. However, I have a very different take on how the Buffalo Sabres will do this season. I believe the Buffalo Sabres, under coach Don Granado, are going to win over 30 games this season. Yes, I said that. I said the Buffalo Sabres are going to win over 30 games this season. I believe the Sabres will finish 33 40 and 9, giving them 75 points and making them at least somewhat watchable this season for all the Buffalo Sabres fans. Now, I know a lot of people are going to literally probably turn this video off because that is seemingly an outlandish prediction for the Buffalo Sabres, but let me tell you why 
I think that before you click away. Now, Don Granado took over the Buffalo Sabres last year after just an absolutely pathetic start under Ralph Kruger. And Granado finished 9-16-3. However, you have to look a little bit closer. It was a very condensed schedule, so Don Granado took over, and you have to realistically throw away probably the first five games under Granado as he hadn't really had, he had maybe two practices in between games in order to implement a system for the Buffalo Sabres to follow. So you throw away his first five games as he didn't have a whole lot of time to prepare and bring his, the guys up to speed on the way he likes to play. And you end with a record of nine wins, 11 losses, and three overtime losses. And if you break down those numbers, it almost comes out to exactly what I predicted the Sabres to be. Granado was able to get the most out of every single player he had on this team. It looked like he was able to squeeze every ounce of potential and skill that this team had. And they really performed well for him at the end of last season. And I think... When I watched the preseason, or at least a little bit of the preseason, I think that the Sabres made the right coaching hire when they did decide to eventually go with Granado. He has had nothing but success at every single level that he has ever coached at. He lets his players be who they are. He does not want them to be conservative. He wants them to be straight ahead and be... uh, Everything that they are, talented, fast, uh, straightforward. He wants them to make plays, and he doesn't want them to be afraid to make mistakes. And I think that is going to show up this season for the Sabres. Now, yes, I know there is a ton of questions outside of coach for the Buffalo Sabres, and especially at the goaltender position. Now, you have 40-year-old Craig Anderson as the de facto starter for the Buffalo Sabres. However, I think he's going to have an okay year. What makes me think that? (laughs) I don't know, honestly. (laughs) However, I think he's going to have an okay year. I think he's going to be able to post potentially a .905 save percentage, which should be good enough to win him some games in this upcoming season. He might win... 18 to 20 games for the Buffalo Sabres. And I think that Dustin Tokarski will post roughly the same numbers as his counterpart, Craig Anderson, roughly the 905 save percentage arena. And I think you'll be able to squeeze out, you know, maybe, uh, you know, 13 wins, 12 to 13 wins out of Dustin Tokarski. Now, of course, I think that's going to be good enough to be competitive for the Buffalo Sabres, but where are they going to get their scoring from? That's what the big question is. Where are the Buffalo Sabres going to get their scoring from without their top two scorers, Eichel and Reinhardt? Now, we start off, of course, with Casey Middlestad. And I think that if you watched him under Don Granato at all last season, you will realize that he is everything that They thought he would be when they drafted him eight overall after World Juniors. He just needed time to develop and a coach that let him be who he is. He scored 17 points 
in 21 games under Don Granado. And I don't think he's going to score quite at that pace for the Buffalo Sabres. However, I think he is going to have a career year with the Sabres. And I believe he's going to score somewhere in the neighborhood of 50 to 55 points this season as the Sabres' number one center. And he's going to end around 22 goals and 28 assists. Now, your next center, of course, is the guy that is hyped up a ton amongst Buffalo Sabres fans and even media, and that is Dylan Cousins. A lot of people believe that he should wear the C already. He's just 20 years old. I don't think he's going to have an incredible year. However, I do think he's going to take a step forward. And I think that he is going to end the season with 40 to 45 points for the Buffalo Sabres. And I think he's going to score in the neighborhood of maybe 18, 17, 18 goals. We'll say 17 goals and 24 assists to finish the season for Dylan Cousins as the number two center for the Buffalo Sabres. And of course, he can't talk about offense without talking about somebody who who is believed to have one of the worst contracts in the entire NHL, and that is Jeff Skinner. I think Skinner has a bounce-back season under Granado with his straightforward, uh, very offensive-minded scheme that he has, and I think Jeff Skinner is going to fit into that well. And I think Skinner has a 21-goal and 19-assist season, giving him 40 points for the season. Now, it's not worth $9 million. However, you will take that all day long if you are a Buffalo Sabres fan, and I think that he is going to rejuvenate himself a little bit in this upcoming season. I think overall the Sabres are going to be a very competitive team. I think they're going to be fun to watch. I think they're going to score a lot, and I think they're going to get a lot scored against them. I think they have a very, very good group of young guys mixed with veterans who are all trying to prove that they still belong and do belong in the NHL. And I think that is going to cause them to be one of the hardest working teams in the NHL. I think it's going to make them an absolute pain in the ball sack to play against. And I think it's going to be able to squeeze every ounce of of potential out of this team. And that is why I believe the Buffalo Sabres are going to be a 75-point team this upcoming season. Thank you guys for watching. Remember, subscribe, hit the notification bell so you never miss a video. We talk Bills, Sabres, and UB Bulls men's basketball and football right here on this channel. I want to thank you guys for watching. Have a fantastic week.